0: And today we are dishing about how amazing the men in our lives are. But first, let's do some catching up. Uh, Nicole, what's going on?
1: Yeah, we were just talking on the show pre-roll about how it (laughs) went from, at least in Michigan, I mean, long sleeve weather. I mean, jean jacket for sure. And now it's like hot as blazes. I was telling Gina, you know, TMI here, like I, my walks at lunch. I now have to like do a, like an undergarment, like little switcheroo in my office. Like I'm, I'm like schlepping undergarments to work so that I don't like, you know, I don't want to sit in like my sweaty panties all afternoon. So, oh um, just, yeah, I don't know. Just Summer's here. I guess summer's here.
0: Is it 90 degrees there too?
1: Yes. And the next, well, okay. close to, and then the next two days are going to get yeah, real hot. You If we're seeing a, in the mid-90s, you guys are probably going to get over 100, right?
0: Well, no, I think... Right, today it was 91. I think later, the highest we're going to get at, at, at this point is 95. All right, and um, we're mid-June. Which is mid-June. Like, we usually don't see that until August. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was... <laughs> A coworker walked in uh, into my office today, and I just he kind of like threw me off. And I was rubbing um, sunscreen the the one that looks like a deodorant, you know, uh-huh. on my arm. I was just like, I was go- about to go out t- for lunch, and I was going to go out, you know, for a nice walk. It was just try- slathering that stuff all over my arms. He's like, "Are you putting deodorant on your arm? <laughs> no, this is definitely not deodorant. It's, it's body wide." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But I do have about four of those, you know, just deodorant-like sticks of sunscreen in my office because I will go through probably each and every one of those things. By the way, you can use your EAP, is that right? FSA, FSA (laughs) money. I'm sorry, not EAP. Um, All the acronyms for for, uh, probably deodorant too, but for sunscreen. Did you know Um, that? No. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I go on Amazon. I buy like 10 of those things and it gets me through the summer, uh, but using my um, FSA. What did we even anyway. do before like spray sunscreen? The best, that's the best stuff for the kids. It's like psh. well for the kids. Yeah. Although I do actually use the sticks for their face. Yeah, I do too. But the spray on. Oh yeah, absolutely. For their body, So easy. Yeah. Although they hate it. Yeah, it's so cool. What else is new? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So school's <laughs>
1: done in Michigan here. We go till June 10th. So school is officially done. Uh, and then our last big hurrah was the girls dance recital. So they've been taking uh, ballet one dance class this, uh, this whole year. And they've been practicing for this recital, not a dance mom. I did not realize until it was the dress rehearsal, despite the fact that they had costumes and pictures and this and that. And I didn't really get like how big of a deal it was until I was sitting at the dress rehearsal. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of a big deal. The it was packed. I, I mean, I was kind of. I don't know about you, but whenever there's so many people together, I just think COVID. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I think you're <laughs> just like, yeah. there has to be a lot. I don't know. It's it was there was bo in the lobby and a lot of COVID. So I'm just hoping that we can get out uh, of of all of that. The kids are fully vaccinated as of like a week ago too, so that's good. Uh, but the dance recital was wonderful it was incredibly long i mean it was there were so many people the show was supposed to start at 3 i think it actually started closer to 3:30 and then we were told it was 2 2 and a quarter hours long Mm. let me tell you, it was three plus. And no. so it was just a lot of sitting. We had my three-year-old niece with us. And so it, it was just, oh it was beautiful and cute. And man, I, I mean, just absolutely stunning. I could watch dancing all day, every day. And I kind of hope my kids stick with it. And luckily this recital, I shouldn't say luckily, I know what to expect now, but the recital is every other year. And having just gone through the whole variety show thing, which of which I had very small um, impact and role and responsibility, but I saw all that went into a little ver- you know, variety show for the elementary school. I mean, this was a whole nother level of just mm. all of that. Anyway, I- I'm kind of hoping my kids do enjoy it enough that they want to resume in the fall. We'll see, but it was... Extremely, extremely cute. Um, they the girls also started summer camp. So Mark's work actually has a, um, yeah, like a school age summer camp for kids that's on his company's campus. It's not exactly convenient to home or work, but it's also not like it's far. I sound like you now. Like if I have to drive fifteen minutes, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, and and they're pretty jazzed about that. So they're they're looking forward to that. All things considered, though, I'm just really looking forward to. Mark not being in India, the kids not having like practice or recital or a game or something every single night. I am just ready to simplify, get back in the kitchen because I have not cooked in legit two weeks and just simplify and enjoy summer. Because if it's going to be as hot as it is, I want to be near water.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. I was just having the conversation with my mom. She was here before I came on. She said, what would you rather have? It's it being, you know, the dead of winter, zero degrees outside where you're stuck inside, mm-hmm. or this. And I'm like, I I don't I really to me there's no difference. Because with this, unless there's water, you know, something that I can get into that's soothing and cool, I I, I don't want to go out either way. <laughs> Will you so, yeah. run when it's this hot? Yes. Um, now I normally run run in the morning, which is nice, especially in this weather, because it's still, I mean, it's probably seventy instead of ninety, which is a huge difference. But now that but we're the training for the half marathon. Well, it's still it's still seventy degrees versus yeah. in no sun at five AM versus ninety degrees in sun. Yeah. So at five AM there's no sun. So yes, it's humid, but it's at least there's no sun, you know, beating down mm-hmm. on me. So it does make a huge difference. But since we're gonna be running now in the babysitters here after after school or their page's tutor, quote unquote uh we will run in this yeah (laughs) are you and nick gonna train together that is the goal we we sort of did this as i think one of my goal my wellness goals was to do more like experiential type dates with with nick and i thought even though i'm not considering this a date but it's still something that we're doing together to kind of bring us closer so the goal is definitely to train for it as much as we can together yes awesome i love it yeah what else is new Oh gosh! So we went to Kings Island, which is in Cincinnati, Ohio, about an hour and forty-five minutes south of us. Uh, this weekend, we did a whole of the three-day trip. So we went to Cincinnati. We stayed in this nice hotel. It was it was a great hotel because it was within walking distance of all of these great restaurants and an aquarium. We, we crossed the bridge. We we could walk over to back to Ohio and then into Kentucky. It was so much fun. Although Nick is terrified of heights, so him walking across that bridge. <laughs> He was shaking. I kind of felt bad because we had to do it twice <laughs> and he did not want to. I kind of forced him to. Anyway, we had a lot of fun. The kids, I will tell you for what we paid to go to King's Island, the kids just didn't like it enough. They, all they wanted to do was eat and play, you know, the stupid games. Uh, they're just not big. They like rides, but they did better with the rides at, at Disney than they did. They just weren't into them this time. I don't know what was going on, but whatever. Uh, And I was so angry because whenever we bring the kids to any big amusement park like that, I always say, okay, Nick, give me 15 minutes. I'm going to go run on a ride real quick and just do it and get it out of my system because I love roller coasters. Mm -hmm. And we were with my uncle and he said he would go with me. So we get in this line that's literally five minutes long because we were one of the first people in the park. We get right out to the front and the ride closes down. I was so mad. So we didn't get to go on any cool rides because we didn't by that time all the ri- the lines would have been forty five minutes long. So we went on one little roller coaster, which I screamed very loud at. <sighs> he did tell me. I, I mean, I am a screamer for sure. Um, other than that, we let's see. Cameron had his muse, mucos, mucoscele. I'm not pronouncing that right. It's a an inflamed uh, salivary gland. He had it removed, although they didn't do a full removal. They just kind of have to see if it if it goes away on its own. Um, so we're going to get that checked up at the end of the end of the week. I'm really hoping that that laser worked. So if you have any questions, if any of your kids ever have a mucila, you know, ask me, I'll tell you how that went, but it went pretty well. He had laughing gas, which was hilarious. Uh, and then lastly, (laughs) lastly, uh, signed page up for piano lessons in the fall. And let me tell you, I took piano lessons as a kid and I will tell you, I did not love it, but things have changed. My friends, just like when you go to the dentist's office, now they have, you know, TVs on the ceiling that you could watch while you're getting your teeth drilled or cleaned. I didn't have that as a kid. I had a picture of a dinosaur with a bunch of toothbrushes I had to find. Anyway, things have changed, <laughs> and you've not that in, like, we're bitter minutes. about it. Not that we're bitter about it. <laughs> we didn't know what we were missing. Um, but the piano. This piano teacher is she's probably our age, but she just. I mean, obviously she's she's making it fun. There's games, and she Paige gets to pick her own music. It just Basically, it sounds like something that I would have really enjoyed more than what I actually had. Uh, so yeah, times have changed. People have learned how to educate children, and they're going to school for it and learning things. And, and I'm glad because it's benefiting us, even though it's not directly benefiting us, it's benefiting our kids, and that's good enough, right? So I'm excited about that. Otherwise, that is it. So before we begin, just a quick favor to ask, since you like this podcast, please write us a review. Reviews on iTunes are everything to us, and of course, they help us reach more people, and we'd appreciate it very much. All right. Well, today, well, the day this comes out is Father's Day, Uh, so we thought we would be nice and dedicate an entire episode to our partners, who also happen to be the fathers of our children. Uh, Enjoy this this episode to its fullest, because we guarantee it won't happen again. (laughs) I said it was going to be short, right?
1: (laughs) Short clock. and sweet. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm so kidding. This might be our sh- shortest episode to boot. Um, yes. Uh, anyway, we are dedicating this episode to the to Nick and, and uh, Mark, who you guys have all, if you've been listening to it for a while, you've all heard from them in previous episodes, but we don't really talk about them a whole lot. So today we're going to talk about the ways that we love them and appreciate them. Starting with this first question, Nicole, uh, when you first realized. That Mark was the guy you wanted to marry. Were the things you loved about him the same as they are today? In other words, had they held true the things that you loved about him then? Had they held true today?
1: I think what I enjoyed most about this series of questions was the thought that went into my responses. Because I did have to think about it. And mm-hmm. I do think one of the things I love most about Mark is how selective he is in who he lets see his whole self. And he, Mark is quite funny, very dry, very dry. And he's also really kind of like ooey gooey and passionate, um, more so than me, I would say. And he's always had a very strong ability to make me laugh. I'm one of... Like just my personality, I would say I make fast friends, and I love meeting new people, and that's just very much who I am. And Mark's more of a slow burn. You really have to put the time and energy and effort into getting to know him before he's going to show just who he is and what makes him tick. And you know, get those those first laughs out of him, and you'll—I mean—you're guaranteed to be in stitches. Uh, he is quite funny. A lot of people will often say Mark is so quiet and. The people who know him well will chime in with a "Uh, no, he's not." Marcus, hilarious, and I think I like that. I love that he doesn't show everybody him like all of him. I I feel like mm-hmm. a special chosen one, kind of, because I certainly think that I see the most of him, and yeah. So it makes it's, it feels special that he saves some of himself for those nearest and dearest to him, where my my net is just cast a whole lot wider. Um, so I guess, I guess I've really learned to love that and the differences between us and yeah, I don't know. I I think that's huge. I definitely tend to overshare and I'm mildly inappropriate and wear my heart on my sleeve. I leave nothing to the imagination for people and I'm in an open, open book. And I guess I just realized now that also too, Mark accepts me, uh, as I am, he is not jealous at all. And supports my every endeavor, but also challenges me along the way and makes me a better version of myself. And I would say that started way back when we were dating that he like supported me in that way. Um, hmm. So I, I would say, yes, like what I fell in love with then is 100 percent. Yeah. Why we're still together today. I mean, in large part, at least. I, don't know. I long haven't long read your responses. I, I'm curious. To I haven't read you know. yours
0: either. Yeah, well, first of all, a lot of the things that you said, I would agree with about Nick as far as, not personality. I think Nick and Mark are actually very, very much in very many ways opposites. Um, but I would agree with what you said about Nick making me a better person and also not being the jealous type. I think that the worst trait in a partner, in my opinion, for me would be jealousy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very thankful that Nick and I knew that when I dated him, I could tell he just wasn't a jealous person. Um, So yeah, I think that was something that drew me to him. Absolutely. But I have a question. How long did it take Mark to sort of open up to you and be his himself? Do you think it took a lot, a while or.
1: Uh, no, it, it probably didn't. We've, we felt, we both fell fast. Um, I don't know. I I've probably told this story at some point on the podcast, but uh we met when I was 18 and Mark was 23. He we met in like late February, early March. And then by May, June, he was heading to LA for the summer to work at, you know, just do an internship for the summer. And I was young. I was 18. I was like, all right, well, see you. See you when we're back at school. And he was like, oh, no. And he bought me a plane ticket. And he was like, if you love me, you'll come. And I was like, ooh, this guy is intense. Like, are you threatening me? He's like, are you giving me an ultimatum? (laughs) Like, what is going on? And he did. He's just he is very intense um, at times. But I kind of loved that edgy side of him. But it's funny Mm -hmm. because those types of things aren't consistent with his personality, which is funny because I'm kind of contradicting myself with what I'm going to say in a later question. Uh, But he, he just really challenged me from early on, I guess, too. And I know Mark well enough now to know that if he didn't see me as like his forever person, he would have never done that. And I think maybe it was my commitment to taking that risk and that
0: leap and pissing off my parents that
1: (laughs) he was like, oh, she's in it to win it. All right. I'm not sure. Oh, that's funny.
0: You pissed off your parents by marrying Mark?
1: Oh, yeah. I lied to No, no, no. About going to L.A. Sorry if that was not clear. So, yeah, no, I lied to my parents about I told them that I was going down to school because I was living at home at, you know, for over summer break. And I said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go celebrate." Me, me and one of my girlfriends have the exact same birthday, and I was like, "We're gonna go down to Champagne and celebrate." Meanwhile, I hop on a plane and fly to LA, and somehow my mom knew, and she had bought me the Coach purse that I wanted for my birthday that year. I'll never forget it. And somehow I call, like I talked to her that weekend when I was in LA and she, she was like, where are you right now, Nicole? And I was like, I'm in Champagne." And she's like, don't lie to your mother. Where are you, Nicole Renee? And I was like, Oh God, she knows, <laughs> she knows moms. Just They're have so that. intuitive. They are. I was like, I'm in LA. She's like, I know. I'm like,
0: <laughs> oh, dang it. Can't pull a fast uh, one on her. Yeah. No, not at all. Oh gosh. Yeah. What about we're, we're you? We're going to be the same way. Okay, so like I said, in many ways, everything that you just said, I agree with. Um, And and here's the thing. Obviously, like all relationships, there are things about Nick and about me that have changed uh, from when we first started dating. That is, I think that's, that is to be expected with all marriages, partnerships, um, but especially when there's kids involved. But I would say generally speaking, his qualities and traits have held true. The ones that I, you know, really liked. Uh, Nick always made me laugh when we first started dating, and that was one of the things that originally attracted me to him, which, of course, I mean, that is probably my number one. Other than not being a jealous person, uh, my, uh, my, my number two quality I looked for in a partner was someone who would make me laugh. He's also an extremely hard worker, which to me is super sexy, and he's a family man which I will say I deduced right away when I realized that he was a total mama's boy, (laughs) uh, which I can't fault him for that because I'm hoping that Cameron will also always be a mama's boy. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be like, Oh my gosh, is such a mama's boy. But now I'm like, yeah, that's so cute. Now that I have a son, (laughs) Um, (laughs) he was also, you know, from the moment we started dating and hanging out very clean and organized, which I will say has not changed a bit. And, of course, is also, in my opinion, one of his best traits because I could never live with someone who's messy, although I do currently my daughter Paige. (laughs) I don't know where she is. If it's just because she's seven, is Shay a total mess, a slob? Uh,
1: Piper more so.
0: Really? Okay. So I'm thinking I'm raising, because I know that there are some people who are just more tidy and they care more about tidiness. I've always been that person. I don't think Paige is. Oh, it's going to be really difficult for me and for Nick to raise her without, you know, being naggy and pushy about her, you know, cleaning. And she always says, I don't mind things being messy. And I'm to me, I'm like, how do you not mind? But, you know, that's that's her personality. It's as long as her room doesn't start stinking. I guess I need to just let it go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I also loved how Nick enjoyed doing the laundry, which I realize sounds super trivial. Uh, but of course, that's the real reason I married him and that is, I will tell you, I've told you this before and I know people have heard this and I don't want anyone to come and murder me, but I have literally not done laundry for 15 years. I was thinking about this today. I have not, I have never once used the washer and dryer that we purchased what like three years ago with you know the help of mark because we couldn't get any for like a year or whatever (laughs) um i don't know how if you asked me to do a load of laundry right now i would not be able to do it so i I realized that about him right away that he loves to do laundry and so of course i was like that's my guy that is so yeah that is (laughs) do you mow your lawn or is that is that a nick thing I will say it's funny because normally, yes, but this year he's taken it over. And I think it's because he's working from home. And last year, he was only partly working from home. And the year before that, he didn't work from home at all. But I think now because he works from home, he just has more time to do it. So now it's turned into his thing. So I don't know. It used to be be mine, but I guess we're sort of passing the baton this summer. Okay, so what are some things that are different about Mark but you've learned to love? Oh, maybe I read this question a bit wrong. Um, Okay. uh, You can answer however you want.
1: Okay. Well, I think I went more somewhat with some. Okay. Yes and no. So I would say he and I both enjoy balance and routine uh, to our days and also our family life. But Mark has definitely bumped up my bedtime. His favorite hobby is sleep. Um, Like. Sleep and hot tubbing. Like those, that's what he lives for. So you guys have that in common. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But Mark could sleep forever. Or even if he's not sleeping, he's laying. I'm like, how can you lay in bed for hour after hour after hour? But he loves that. Um, But he has helped me to bump up my bedtime a bit and to grow in my love for sleep. I bet when we met, I averaged like four to five hours a night. So many social oh. events. It was college and so little time. I also had 8 a.m. Chem-, chem labs every day. So while he oh. could burn it on the back end, like I had to be up for for, for lab. Like I had to be there. So um, now I'm like a solid seven to eight hours. And then I, my body just naturally gets me up. But he's also v- very responsible with money and mm-hmm. uh, I a little bit less so. And that has influenced financial habits um, for me to some extent. I've learned also that he doesn't share everything, like I said in the last question, but he also doesn't bring home work. Um, And I think that's a big thing for some people. And I know you've mentioned it with Nick too. And for me, like I wear the weight of work all over, Um, but Mark really doesn't. It's funny because he actually did show some signs of just like, frustration, stress around work tonight. And I'm like, while I was making dinner, he's sitting there like pounding away on his laptop. I was like, that is so unlike him. And I was just going to compliment him on the pod. Uh, But it is rare (laughs) to see work weigh on him in any way. And he is a senior leader at a Fortune 500 company. So I think that says a lot about his drive as well as his ability to prioritize, just prioritize things in his life and sideline in the moment what could weigh on him and affect the family negatively. Um, whereas I am not that way, but I so love and appreciate that about Mark. So he is definitely the yin to my yang in this way. And I need somebody that brings all of those traits because I'm not so stable.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think sometimes though, don't you think that that's not all, and not to, not to say that Mark isn't a great person and that he's doing a great job, but I think some of it has to do with his job. Like for example, I mean, Nick has no choice. He Mm -hmm. has to bring work home because he's in sales and people are literally calling and texting him at all times. If he, if he had the option, he wouldn't, but it also, I think goes to, goes to Sort of his ability to be organized, marks. You know, if he's getting his work done when he needs to get to get done because he knows that when he's when he's finished, he really wants to be present with his family. So he's, you know, good with his with his time, time management. It sounds like yeah, he's a great prioritizer
1: he, too. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. Yeah, were you going to say something no, else?
1: No. Okay. So Nick, things that are no. different, but you've learned to love.
0: Yeah, so I think the question how I wrote it was more like what what is different from when they when you guys first started dating that he he wasn't like this then but he is now and you've sort of learned to love it, uh, so that's kind of how I took the question which you know doesn't really matter however you read it. Uh, so again, you know, having kids have changed obviously quite a bit of things. Nick and I were together for six years before having kids, or no, I'm sorry, seven years before having no. I'm sorry. We were together for eight years before having kids. Yeah. Cause we got married after six years and then got pregnant after a year and had Paige, obviously, a year later. Uh, I would say now, kind of going back to what you were saying about Mark, I do oftentimes because, you know, Nick has a job in sales. And if anyone listening has a spouse or if they themselves work in sales, you know that that is, it's very, it's extremely stressful, as are a lot of jobs, but I would say especially sales. And he brings it home a lot. And he's very hardworking, like I said, and he is kind of a perfectionist. And it's especially when you're in sales and he has certain numbers he's trying to reach. And he feels like if he doesn't reach those numbers, that he's no good. And that that his way of sort of having to prove to himself and everyone else around him that he is good enough sort of, I think, gets in the way sometimes of his family life and um, and just a lot, I would say. It's it's ebbed and flowed. I will say it got really bad during COVID, but it's getting much, much better. So that's obviously different than it was before. He was never in sales. This is very new as of the past three years. Uh, he's still extremely organized and clean, almost to a fault, I will say. He definitely calls me out um, when I'm less clean and organized, which I will tell you, no one calls me out except for my husband because I'm very clean and organized, Uh I also used to love uh, how he would help me at the drop of a hat with anything. I mean, literally if I just batted my eyelashes, <laughs> but now it's not so easy. Have you noticed this with Mark? Whereas before I would just say, "Hey, Nick, will you do you know X, Y, Z for me?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, and now you kind of have to beg a little bit. Yeah, we're just not as nice, right? I mean, that's just yeah, yeah. I don't want to say that's part of marriage and partnership, you know, long-term commitment, but it kinda is. You live, you leave,
1: you lose some of that like servantness, and I don't mean that in a in like a demeaning way at all. You know, like I think no. of like servant leaders. I mean that's what it's called at, yeah. at least when you, you know, lose that. Yeah, it's it's. You I mean, I think that. of that's like a, a yeah. It's I think a lot of courtship is like that too. I mean, who's yeah. going to be with want to be with you if you're like no <laughs> later? <laughs> the, right. But the no, courtship totally- is over.
0: The courtship is over. He's no longer trying to woo me and that sometimes shows, but I will say the other way around as well. Absolutely. Like when he asked me to rub his neck for the hundredth time when we're driving in the car, (laughs) do I really want to do it again? No. And sometimes I don't. (laughs) Whereas before I do it at the top of a hat, you know, and probably like it. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I would be thrilled to touch your neck. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then lastly, I would say, just being a dad has just brought up a lot of different emotions that I didn't even realize he had, which I think is a good thing as well. Like it could be a pro and a con, um, but just kind of, of course, something that we're both working on is how to handle those different emotions. And we never had to, we never had to deal with anything serious like that before we got married or had kids. Um, so that's just a change. Um, that's something that is to be expected, and uh, we're getting through it. Okay nothing bad. I don't know. I made it sound like it was terrible, but that's just, you know, our emotions and that kind of seeing our children have those same emotions and realizing that we sometimes need to do a little bit better, uh, handling our own emotions. So our kids kind of know, have those same tools for, um, handling their, their strong emotions as well. Okay. So what about, Oh, here we go. (laughs) I love this question. Research suggests that women tend to unconsciously look for men that look like and are like their fathers. Nicole, did you marry someone like your dad or a complete opposite?
1: Looks-wise, quite opposite. Mark is tall, one ish and very average build, maybe even thin. And my dad is quite short, I bet my height-ish now, maybe 5'4". Five, maybe five, he was previous he I he would probably say he was five seven, but I don't think he was five seven. So he's Wait, quite short. five four. Yeah. He's probably about wow. five four now. Yeah. Okay. Is um, your mom taller? No. My mom's like pint size. Oh. She is Oh, uh, maybe five foot. Okay. Wow. I didn't realize. Okay. Yeah. We are um we have strong centers of gravity in my house. Um <laughs> like my me and my brother are just like little linebackers. Um yeah, we're <laughs> we're we're bulky people. Um, I would just say solid. My dad is, um, like a solid build, um, uh, like dad bod, uh, but looks lies. Yeah, no. And, and actually my dad has more hair than Mark. Um, Mark's dad also has more hair than Mark, but who's counting. It's fine. He, he makes up for it on his trust. Um, and when we're working on the back, unfortunately, um, so we're, we've got hair, <laughs> hair in all the great old man places. Um, yeah. And But I would say both are generally on the quiet side, humble side. Um, They both love the heck out of me, so that's great. Uh, But otherwise, I don't see many similarities, although I would be curious to see how my mom would answer this question. My dad is extremely hardworking, and they certainly have that in common. Uh, Their interests are very different. My dad would choose something like racing or, I don't know, naked and afraid on TV, and Mark would watch like basketball and probably something action they might have like action type stuff as their preference uh like a, mm. a, a something that they would choose uh, similarly but otherwise not many similarities between them
0: yeah no interesting yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm
1: interested to hear your response here
0: okay so from you talking about mark on the first question i want to say i probably mark is probably more like my dad <laughs> so yeah if this research were true i would have married mark Oh, um, my dad is also very quiet, doesn't let many people in, has a very dry, crass sense of humor, very similar to Mark, actually. Uh, <laughs> so, and, and Nick is not anything like that. So in, in, as far as the research is concerned, we've both, um, sort of bunked, uh, debunked the research. Uh, however, I will say I've always, my, my dad is also short, although he's five, I would say he's five, seven, five, eight. So he's a shorter, mm-hmm. he's definitely below. I would say that's below average for a man. Um, and I've always been into shorter guys and Nick is also shorter. He's probably five, seven, five, eight. Uh, so that's probably the one thing they have in common. Um, uh, other than that, uh, again, my, as far as personality, my Nick and my dad are total opposites. My dad is really funny, but again, very much more, more dry. Nick is a lot less, um, crass. I would say that my dad, my dad, is is very, his jokes, uh, border, um, inappropriate for sure. In fact, we were just talking about that today, my dad and I, Uh, and Nick is definitely not like that at all. Um, I mean, at least not in public. He can be bored. He, he, his, his jokes can be inappropriate with me, but with me only. Whereas my dad will bring that out to like the public. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, why did you just (laughs) say that? They're very much complete opposites. Lastly, I will say my dad is very frugal with his money, but not cheap. There is a big difference. He's just, he's an accountant. So he, you know, sort of knows how to spend his money. Whereas Nick in our relationship is the you, Nicole. Uh, he <laughs> definitely has no problem spending money, whereas I'm more like my dad in that regard. So, oh, the one thing they have in common for sure, though, is a love of sports and fantasy sports, which thank God for that, because they always have something to talk about. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry, you're gonna to have to read this no. question.
1: Oh, you didn't. Oh, go ahead. Skip. I guess I was just gonna add. You know, you talking about your dad, and I think too, fathers today, like your husband, my husband, husbands of similar age. I think particularly in, and I was talking about this with my best friend recently. I think it's when you have two working parents, they're you you have to divide and conquer. I mean, you you can't single-handedly do it all the the either parent, right? Like if you're fortunate enough to be in a house with two parents, it's you've got to divide and conquer. And a lot of it is circumstantial too. When I was growing up, my dad was selling cars and he had a long commute and those hours sucked. I mean, he was he worked every Saturday, every night. You know, he had like Sunday and Monday probably off or Sunday. I don't know. He probably worked 6 days a week. I don't remember, but he worked a lot. And he, so he was gone a lot and he was stra. I think sales too. It's, I, I was thinking that earlier when you were talking about Nick with sales or just jobs, like that, the ceiling just set tends to go up and up and up. There's never that like check the box, like made it right. Like you can always do more, yes. sell more, be more, grow more, yes. like innovate. Like it, it just, it's always, I don't know. It's just this, the rope is just endless, right? It's, You never have, you're never done. I don't know. But I would say, you know, my dad being in sales probably experienced a lot of that too. So,
0: anyway. Yeah. And you can make that argument with anything. You know, you're, you, you never check the box for being done as being a parent. You can always do better. uh, But there's got, you got to draw the line somewhere, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And that's hard. It's easy. It's much easier said than done. Yeah. Okay. So let's brag. What are your top three or four reasons to brag about Mark, Nicole? OK, I kept it to three, but they're 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 like juicy
1: ones, like meaty. All right. Yeah. So he is. Cons- OK, not like juicy, juicy, Um, not not that kind of juicy. Uh, I didn't take it like that. OK. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm probably more like your dad. I like it. In- I love a good inappropriate joke. I love it. Um, Live for um. him, actually. <laughs> you could tell I have a lot of dude friends. Uh, Okay. So Mark is consistent and loyal. Uh, I know fully that I am not always an easy person to love. And I also fully realize that I am overcommitted and um, participating quite actively in a male-dominated sport for the past majority of my life and all of the time that I've known Mark certainly. But playing hockey with a bunch of dudes would not fly for a lot of men. I realize that. I also realize those are not the men for me. Um, some men would feel less than, you know, oh my, my girlfriend, my wife, she plays ice hockey. You know, I don't. I take hot tubs. Like, you know, that was our life for a long time. And some people would be jealous by just the imbalance of the women in the sport. Mark has never been that way. Um, so I just so appreciate him supporting me as a female doing what I want, um, whatever that is. Um, in in this case, hockey is what comes to mind most. Um, I I also he's just consistent. I know what to expect of him every day and in most situations. He doesn't throw me curveballs very often at all. Um, He's consistent with the schedule that he keeps, the communication that we have. I just know what I'm getting and that helps make a great pair in a team, I think. Uh, So that is is great. Uh, He's hardworking and is great at adulting. (laughs) Uh, like he's timely. He can get our kids to places on time. I, I just, I fail. I, and it's not, I know that's, I hate when people are late too. I I'm working on it, but I get a spreadsheet emailed me once to me once a year. And I'm not even kidding. The subject line is typically something like in case I die, like that is the subject and it's a joke, but it's not really a joke he single-handedly takes care of everything from our taxes to our bills to our finances. I basically run like the household and domestics and kids and he does all of that like adulting stuff. And that's what works for us. His degrees are actually in economics and finance. So, you know, it just kind of, we, we stick with our strengths. Um, mm-hmm. And not having to just add those things to my mental load, I really appreciate. And sometimes he'll start to like, Tell me about them, and I'm like, eh, just put it on the spreadsheet. Like, I don't really want to know. <laughs> yeah. um, so he'll be like, Nicole, I need, I need your tax information for you know the blog, the podcast, whatever it is. You know, um, the various businesses, and uh, you know, I know he might have to remind me like once, but I, I just know my role, my little piece to contributing to getting that kind of stuff done, and and he does the rest. Uh, and because of all of that, I know he has our position, our family just positioned well, should we ever find ourselves without jobs or with a tragic life event or something like that? He is definitely a forward thinker in that way and prepares kind of for a, a worst and not like a doomsday kind of person, but just very, um, he's just prepared. He's per, He just thinks ahead. Um, and I would just blindly Assume we will swim through life in calm, open waters. Like that's just really my personality, and I realize that. Um, but I just love the balance that he brings to that, and he is just on it when it comes to adulting. And I know that he brings three hundred percent of himself to work, and anything he commits to, he's going to do well. And then, lastly, okay, he's an amazing dad. Okay, and uh, babies weren't his thing. I-, I will be honest; he was. super helpful in the baby stage. I was kind of like, ah, Uh, there was a a big disconnect on, you know, uh, the divvying of duties there. And, you know, we can talk about breastfeeding, blah, 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 whatever. But he he wasn't uh, a shining star at that point. But. Um, he definitely is now, and he has always valued family time and supporting our kids, whether it's helping them to ride a bike or learning how to pick up dog poop. Like he's just kind (laughs) of there for it and always makes it, he makes these mundane tasks somehow fun for the kids. Like Shay loves picking up dog poop. I'm like, great. That's super. Um, he's there for bedtime, even if not so much in the mornings, that's not his time. Uh, but he's always been willing and capable to step in. Uh, also so that I can get my time away too. So I'm that social person and I need my recharge time. So knowing I have a partner that I can trust in my absence and who is going to be a great parent without me there. So that's just clutch for me. He is great. He loves the girls. And he's also never been that dad who wished for a boy. And not that that's a bad thing, but he is like girl dad proud. So that's good.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I would definitely not want, if, if I had two kids and they were both girls and I knew I was done and I had, you know, my partner yeah. saying, oh, but I wish I had a boy. I mean, that's hurtful. I, I wouldn't like that. So that's great. I mean, I not so secretly wanted a boy.
1: If I'm being honest. But like Yeah. I just think a lot of men, and it's not right or wrong, but a lot of men do wish to have a boy. And I get it. I mean, my brother, they're pregnant and waiting to find out and they want a boy. And I get it.
0: I, I do want them to have a boy too. But I mean, a girl, <laughs> girls are great, so. I think I think the difference is, of course. I mean, most people have they want one or the other, right? They're not like, oh, I don't care either way. Most people actually do, even deep down in their subconscious, want one or the other. But I think it's different when you still like cling on to that forever, like, oh, if only we had a boy, that can ruin your whole relationship with your daughter or vice versa, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. I think it's very normal to want one or the other. I definitely wanted Paige to be a boy um uh <laughs> and then when when she wasn't, and then I mean, I wanted Cameron to be a boy because I wanted a boy, but if obviously if he wasn't, I'd have two girls, and you know it, you you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> my favorite thing, <saying. laughs> but I do know some men and some women who still like resent like not having the other sex, so that can that can. Bring a, a marriage and partnership down, I feel like. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. one of the many things that can. So that's important. Okay. All right. Nick. All right. So he keeps me grounded. I will say, I already kind of mentioned this earlier, but we, he used to be, no, I was, he was always the calm one, very much, just almost too calm. It was kind of annoying. Um, I've never been known for my calmness. I will say that. Uh, And he's definitely no longer as calm as he used to be, you know, talking, as I said before, his work, his job, and of course, having kids. But still, overall, I will say he's just really good at not condescendingly just helping me stay grounded and, and calm down. By not saying calm down, Gina, but more, he always has the right things to say. I don't even know what he says, but it's always the right thing. I mean, even just yesterday, I was getting... Over overly worked up by something that uh, Paige was doing. I don't even remember what he said, but it worked and it just helped calm me down. And I just appreciate him so much for that. And he won't bring it up ever again. Mm-hmm. Like if I said something inappropriate to her, for example, he won't, you know, later on say, "Gene, I can't believe you said that, you know, he will, he just accepts me for who I am and how I am and knows how to sort of talk me, talk me down and keep me grounded. And I appreciate that about him so much. Um, he's, like I said before, works incredibly hard, but he also still just is always, just like what you said about Mark, puts his family first. Um, Even on his busiest days, I will say, he makes sure to be there for dinner and even help clean up afterwards. Uh, He's always willing to change his work schedule to be part of something that is special for the kids. And I will also say, and it's kind of, I will will add, not only is he incredibly hard uh, working and puts his family first, but kind of adding to yours, like that he's a great dad, one of his best dad traits and family first traits is at least his, you know, our um, nuclear family is that he's just super playful, which is something that I've never really been good at. Like, I don't know about you, Nicole. I'm not that mom. I will bring my kids places and, you know, push them on the swing, bring them to the park. But if they want to do a tea party or something like that, I, I, that is just not, not my thing. And Nick will do it in a heartbeat. He'll play dress up. He loves that kind of stuff, or at least he does it and he does it happily. I don't know if he actually loves it, but he acts like he does. Uh, and I am, he's been like that ever since I can remember with, you know, having Paige, even as a, as a young, young, you know, one year old when he was one and she started doing that, you know, make believe and play playful things like that, playing, uh, with her little fake kitchen. He was always so, so good at that. They'll get out the Play-Doh and make little fake food. I despise that. So I'm very thankful he is willing to do that kind of stuff. Uh, not too long ago, actually, I was out running errands and I came back and they had this whole Popsicle stand set up with Play-Doh Popsicles and ice cream. And it was just the cutest thing. And I'm just thinking, I would never do that. Oh. <laughs> so thank you, Nick. <laughs> um, <laughs> He will always help anyone if asked. I will say he is very not only is he not a um, he's, he's selfless. Um, he's not jealous, as we said before, but he's also incredibly selfless, which I think is the opposite of of me. <laughs> what did you call me that one time, Nicole? I think it was self. Was it selfish? I can't remember. <laughs> You're making you, me you sound like a
1: the evil. I no, mean, it's,
0: it's okay. I will admit,
1: I did use that word,
0: but not in yes. a bad way. Yes. Listen, listen, I am not saying I'm a selfish person, but I don't know that I would call myself selfless. I'll admit to that. He is a hundred percent selfless. He's one of those friends and family members that you can literally always count on. I'm not, that's not to say that I, like if I had, if my friend needed me, I, I feel like I'm a very empathetic person. I will always help if I can, but I, I don't know. I, I do have a little bit more selfishness, which I, I'm not talking about me. I realize that, but he, he almost makes me feel guilty sometimes because of just how good of a person he is Mm -hmm. to everyone he meets and everyone he's with. You know, I think that was one of the biggest things, things that attracted me to him was that he was just, he'll do anything for anyone, even if he doesn't have time to do it. You know, then there's me. It's like, well, I, sometimes I have to say no, even if he thinks he needs, he's, Maybe you're more like this, too, because even if he doesn't think he has time to do something to help someone, he will make the time, even if it means like he misses out on something that he was looking forward to or doesn't go to bed till 2 a.m., whatever it is, he will make it happen. And I just I wish I could be more like that, but I'm not. So he is 100 percent a selfless person. Uh, And then last and I know I'm going to bring that up a million times, Nicole, I obviously do not care in the conversation. It flowed, it worked, and I was not at all offended. Come on. It takes a lot more to offend me. (laughs) I love that about Um, you. Yes. Thank you. Um, (laughs) And lastly, he's a great cook uh, and dish doer. Of course, he not only will he cook the meal, but he'll also do the dishes. Uh, He's very much, like I said, a perfectionist and type A uh, person, especially in the kitchen. So when he makes something, he will do the perfect chop, the perfect slice. I mean, everything is just perfect, it's almost annoying, but it makes for a delicious meal. He makes great roasts, eggplant Parmesan. He makes this delicious banana pudding trifle whenever we go, you know, on vacations or to the beach or whatever it is, or he'll do it. He's going to do it for our 4th of July party that is to die for. Honestly, just anything he makes is good. I I, I don't even know how else to describe it. I don't think he's ever, even, and this is is how how Nick is. He will make something and he'll say, I ruined it. I messed it up, whatever, just eat it anyway because we have nothing else to eat. And it's still delicious. Like his ruined meal is my good meal. (laughs) Whereas his, you know, well done, perfect meal is just, it should be in a restaurant. I mean, he is just that good. Uh, You know, he takes his time, that's for sure. I remember right. his strawberry shortcakes that he made.
1: Yeah. They no, wait, really hold good. on. Was that at your house? Yeah. Cause we went See, strawberry that's, picking. That's and an then example. Nick's at our house and he's making dessert. Like the like, shortcakes were from that?
0: scratch. I know. You know, he just I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, we're at their house. They should be making us food. I'm just exactly. <laughs> but jerks. he you know, <laughs> He, he just, that's how good of a person he is. He appreciated Mm -hmm. the hospitality and he thought to himself, we should do something for them. Like, honestly, probably I was thinking we'll buy him something when we get home, but he's like, what can we do for them today now? You know? And that's the kind of guy he is. And yeah, he made us a delicious strawberry shortcake. And I, yes, it was, it was very tasty. That's one of his favorite things to make. Actually, he always gets that. No, it wasn't from scratch. He did use the. Oh, he did? uh, the, didn't he use the biscuit, bot, what Bisquick or something? It doesn't matter. I, I feel like he did, but either way, they were delicious. The whipped cream was from scratch. He loves making whipped cream. Mm,
1: we're actually having that for dessert tonight. As soon Are as you? we're done, yeah, as soon as we're done podcasting, we got strawberry shortcake on the list. Yes.
0: <laughs> Think about Nick. Okay. <laughs> so, needless to say, our spouses and the father of our children—they really deserve to have the best. Father's Day today, so um, we're thankful for them. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Yes, absolutely. All right. Mom wins our favorite new products. Nicole?
1: We are undergoing a purge of like all of our kid our baby stuff, like the little snack things with the little, you know, one way lids and the sippy cups. And um, my kids are still not to be trusted with like a cup cup. I mean, if they're sitting at a table, fine, they're five and seven. Like everything's fine. But the reality is they like to go watch TV with it or whatever. And that's that's fine. But um, they need something a little bit more spill proof. So I have found the Contigo cups with straws and not only they're not completely spill proof, but it's pretty close. Um, But what I like is you can actually take them apart and get them clean and they're dishwasher safe. Um, Mm. So I like it's three parts. Well, I guess four technically, but the straw comes apart, but it's like a chunky straw. So you can actually get it clean inside there. Some of those straws, it's like, what is growing in there? I don't know. Kids cups and stuff are just, they kind of skeeve me out. So this is not the case. I like these Contigo cups with straws.
0: Do you have straw cleaners? Yeah,
1: but Gina, who's got time for that? I mean, I mean, it takes two seconds. No, I don't have two seconds. (laughs) I don't want (laughs) to make two seconds.
0: No, I want these things
1: to get clean in the dishwasher without melting.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Putting it in the dishwasher. I totally agree. I mean, I, that is my, that's my number one, my first thing. And then if I don't, if I can't do that, you know, the straw cleaners, which I kind of enjoy. I, I don't know. I, I enjoy using those things. I actually will use it in my med, metal straws and then put it in the dishwasher. It's like a, an initial clean. I know I'm weird. <laughs> um, Contigo. Great. I think we actually have some of those. You've recommended those before, the the other oh. Contigo cups, correct? Not those exact same ones, but I think you you like that brand, right? That's I, an, I feel like you've
1: do like Contigo. Yeah, sorry if this yeah. is a, is a repeat. No, um, I just happened to buy more, is. and also Costco carries them. They usually come in packs of three. They also have on on Amazon. I mention it because they're not exactly cheap. They're about ten bucks each. Um, and I don't know, I. I I hesitated to buy them because I'm like, are we kind of like on our way out? But the reality is we're going to have kids at our house and these are just, yeah. the, it's a
0: nice kid option. So true. When you have kids over and even if your kids can use the wall without lids, maybe that maybe they're no. not ready. Yes, I totally get it. All right. So we're having a freezer clean out week slash maybe three or four weeks. I looked through our freezer. We have so much food. I could seriously make us three meals a day for probably a month with all the food we have in our freezer. So we're having a freezer clean out. I discovered in our freezer, Gardein black bean chipotle burgers or black bean chipotle. I'm not sure what it is, but it has the word chipotle and black beans. And I'll put the link in our show notes, but they are so good. So full of flavor, easy to cook. I think just about three or four minutes on each side on a skillet or on a uh, grill pan. Delicious. And then also the Impossible brand chicken nuggets or Chick Nuggets, uh, they are similar, I want to say, to, they taste a lot like Morningstar, which I also love those, but they're vegan. I'm not sure if the Morningstar ones are, but they're also just crunchier and I feel like a little bit better. So if you love like the Morningstar Nuggets, I would say try the Impossible ones because I feel like they're just a step beyond uh, as far as taste. Uh, so... Glad I finally discovered those in the depths of our freezer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So, coming up on June 23rd, we will be dishing out another self care series all about mom guilt. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. Check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocketcast. And if you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. All right, everyone. Until next time, be well. And Nicole, I'll talk to you soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.